This Onside Rewind is brought to you by Sports Grill. And right now, the locations on Bird Road and Miami Lakes are offering some great employment opportunities. All kinds of positions are now available from kitchen to hosting. Call for more information, 305-485-8845. That's 305-485-8845. Sports Grill is the home for the legendary special grilled wings since 1987. Sports Grill, good food, good drink, and good friends. It's time to climb inside the squared circle. I have wine and dine with kings and queens, and I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. The squared circle digest, that is. Here is your host, Sean Stanley. It's Saturday. You know what that means. Squared circle digest. Beautiful drive, pink stadium. It is buzzing here. We got a national game for Inter-Miami CF tomorrow as they will host Atlanta United. But right now, it's time to talk a little wrestling. Sean Stanley here. You want to be a part of the show? Call us at 888-441-4623 or give us a text, 844-416-8123. Joined as always by the great producer, Abel. How are we doing this morning, sir? Caught me off guard. I there. did. I, I, I was watching you. I was watching you. I waited for you to break away, and then I was like, ah, I got him. I got, got him. Got me off guard there. I'm doing it's, awesome. It's so to- good to be on this side to do it to somebody else every once in a while. I tell you that. Uh, don't, don't take it out on me, man. I didn't do it to you. It wasn't me. Caught me off guard. No, I'm like, oh, definitely not. I want to thank everybody who's tuning in now. If you're watching us on YouTube, be a part of the chat. Podbean as well. Or you can hit us up, as I said, on the text line, 844-416-8123. Or if you want to hear my lovely voice and you want to talk to me, Give me a call at 888-441-4623. And a lot of a lot happened this week. Uh, AEW Dynamite, their ratings. Again, since NXT left, which started April 14th, the first Dynamite pulled 1.2 million. Then it started dropping slowly. On the 21st, the week of the 21st, there were 1.1 million. April 28th dropped under a million, 889. And this week, congratulations to AEW Dynamite. Wednesday night's number one overall program on cable. The first time, and they brought in 1.1 million total viewers, which is up 18%. So far, 19.1 million viewers. I got to think TNT's happy with those ratings. And and this this episode... Brought in the viewers for a few reasons. This was the big blood and guts match they had. Uh, Cody was taken on QT. One of the things I did not know, which I found interesting, they recorded the first hour of this show in advance because they knew they were going to need time to set up the two rings and the cage. But when they did the tapings, they had already built the two rings and recorded it with the two rings there so that you wouldn't be able to see the difference. Did that, and then they actually what they they did too was they came out and they told the live audience, we're going to show you the matches that were taped on the big screen and we want you to react because your audio, the live reactions, we're going to play underneath the matches. Kudos to the live audience, and kudos AEW. They made it work. 
And again, this is something that's happened during this pandemic period that I don't know if it would have been thought about normally. Because when you're doing a live show, you just roll with the punches. And again, I think if the pre-pandemic, I don't think the blood and guts match makes it on TNT TV. This is a match that's a pay-per-view match. And we're going to get into a little bit of it. I want to start with some of the other things that happened on the episode before. We saw Cody and QT finally square off after Cody, uh, sorry, after QT turned on Cody starting the factory. Batting with the Nightmare family. I enjoyed the way they portrayed QT Marshall in this match. He took all of Cody's moves. He was kicking out. He was hitting Cody with his moves. He was showing he belonged, right? This has been the buildup the whole time. QT trying to show and get that respect of being his own performer, not Cody's friend. I thought this match delivered on that. The question I have is, why the clean pin? Why not extend this? If you're going to have Anthony Agogo come in and, and hit him with the body shot, why wait till after the match? Why not keep QT a little bit stronger and Agogo interfere before the pinfall? I think with a clean pinfall, you, you hurt QT a little bit, a little bit. Again, because he got his shine in the match. Not take that away. But with the pin, the leader of the Nightmare family has now already beat the leader of the factory. We'll have to see where this goes. Unless Anthony Agogo is going to be the one that's going to be pushed to end up being the leader of the factory. We'll have to see how it plays out. And again, AEW's done pushing all the right buttons, and we'll get into that in the second segment. But so far, they've been pushing all the right buttons. They've been making all of this work. But that is one thing that I had a question about. Why would you have Cody pin QT clean? And then have a go-go come out and do the whole thing, and then he laid the flag over Cody why not just have him come out and then they beat up on him and then maybe you can add to the feud obviously they're going to go in the route Cody Rhodes and then go go right now and again I think that's good we'll have to see what he's got uh Darby Allen I mean the bump that he had to take going down the stairs just had me thinking why Why the overzealousness of, of taking that bump? It brought nothing to it. You got thrown down a flight of stairs. And then come to find out, I thought watching that, it was going to lead into maybe Paige. Even Paige against Darby Allen. No, Miro is going to fight Darby Allen. And Darby Allen's already injured so I gotta believe this is a way to either take Darby Allen off of TV for a little bit because he's gonna probably wrestle we know how he is risk his injury fight Miro 
Miro will take care of the shoulder and end up probably become, I got to think he's going to become the TNT champion. The pushes he, that he's on, the Darby Allen injury. Maybe Darby Allen can't go. They take the belt off of him. It's Miro versus somebody else for the TNT title this coming Wednesday. Again, a couple different ways they can go. I just thought that bump wasn't needed <laughs> at that part. And I also, I thought because of that bump, it took away from another bump that happened later on in the night. And we'll dive into that because there's a lot of, of riff going on about that because of camera angles and everything else. But for Darby Allen, look, it was a two-on-one beatdown. Just beat him and leave him laying. To have Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky do that and then the reward benefit Miro? Unless somehow those three intertwine at some point, I, I don't know why those two things happened. And again, it's going to be interesting to see where they go with the whole Miro thing. Because again, now he's out on his own and he's become a monster. We've seen that. And now he'll have a chance to become the TNT champion. And I want to get into uh, blood and guts now, the match that happened. Chris Jericho and the inner circle versus MJF and the pinnacle. With this match, I thought it was very, very well played, laid out, right? Everybody came in when they got their time, almost like the Royal Rumble. You come in, you get your shine, then everything kind of calms down. Thought they got Wardlow over great. Hager came in like a monster. Santana Ortiz. Sammy Guevara wanted to start. MJF came in. Everybody was bleeding, right? Not everybody bleeding, but MJF was bleeding. Uh, Dax, I believe, was bleeding. Uh, Jericho. I think Jericho was the only one bleeding on the on the other end. But again, the violence was there, right? It was what you wanted out of a blood and guts match. I didn't know how far TNT would kind of let them push the envelope. Very happy they let them go the way they did. But here's two things on this match. The blood and guts match, they put you in the thing, and everybody's talking on the buildup was that, you know, I remember Dax saying, you know, when you leave, kiss your kids goodbye and tell them, you know, you're not coming home. Then, pro wrestling, take it for what it is, right? Take it for what it is. But then you get into the match, you're stabbing people with forks, you're hitting people with bats. You climb up to the top of the cage... And then he threatens to throw Chris Jericho off. And without even thinking about it, Sammy Guevara says, we surrender. I did not like the finish. 
I think all the action in the during the match, fantastic. Not a big proponent of the finish, though. It's a blood and guts match. It's MJF. You know how underhanded he is. He's been with this group, the inner circle. You know how he works. And then it's, we surrender, and that's it. And to me, I thought it made inner circle look a little weak. Because you knew at the end, somehow, MJF was going to end up hitting Jericho, and, and he falls off the off the top of the cage, right? Camera angle catches bad things there. I don't know. You know, again, it's pro wrestling. I don't know at what point you don't know how some of these inner workings work. But uh, spoiler alert, they're not going to have him crash through a, a wooden stage to the floor. Okay? In the movies, they really don't fall off the building and land on the concrete and get up and walk away. That's not how it works. You see the finished product. You don't have time on live TV to make that finished product. So make it as safe as you can. Cam Rangel, could it have been better? Yes. But I'm not sure what you expected from that bump there. But not a big fan of, of that finish. I just thought you make the inner circle look very weak to a group that is just starting to pick up steam. I like the finish. I, I remember back when the days of uh, uh, war games, that's what it was. Flying Ryan, right? He passed out, right? He passes out, and then that's how the match ends. I, I would have rather had something like that happen than to just have it be like, hey, we surrender. Okay, you win. That, to me, very bad planning. Every Thursday from 7 to 9, catch Fight Night with Alex Dono, the show dedicated to combat sports. From UFC to boxing to bare-knuckle brawling, Alex Dono provides sports combat sports fans the insight interviews they crave. Tune in every Thursday night from 7 to 9 for Fight Night with Alex Dono. Search and subscribe to the podcast by searching Fight Night on the home for combat sports on SideRadio.com. Find the podcast for the Squared Circle Digest on all podcasting platforms. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast.